Perhaps you would like your chicken sandwich with a side of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Or would you like to watch a show about Jesus knowing there are pride flags on set? It appears we're losing Christians to the hallowed month of pride. And it's quite scary. I just want some waffle fries. The Dodgers, however, some of those players are starting to grow backbones. We'll talk about it all today on the Palmetto Family Matters Show. get a chance to talk about what we're going to look at from TikTok today. Oh dear. But it's a it's a busy day. Welcome in to the Palmetto Family Matters show. First one of this week. Hope you had a great Memorial Day weekend. Justin Hall, Mitch Prosser here with you. It is Thursday, June the 1st. Oh, what what happens today? At 9:48 a.m. in the year of our Lord 2023. Welcome. We're glad you're here. Welcome to Pride Month. Pride goeth before the pride. fall. Pride. Is it like SC like Pride? Lions. Lions. Lion okay. Pride. Okay. Um, this is this is when I've everything... Been under a rock. As I've last. told you... 20 years. As I've told you a couple days ago, everything is now gay. So I hope you're okay with that. Actually, actually, it's not just gay now. Everything is gay. Everything is transgender. Everything is non-binary. Everything is satanic. It's the whole deal. What, when, do they, when do they realize that they're like, even turning on themselves. It's like the, the tide. The, the uh, When the gnashing of teeth happens, I guess. Um, really quick, I want to get to one important point. Uh, this is a local story. And just we're going to hit on this very quickly because really in the flow of our of our set list here, our set list. Set list. Uh, in the flow of our rundown, uh, this does not really fit. Rock but Governor four. Henry McMaster yesterday directed the deployment of South Carolina National Guard troops to help secure the U.S. southern border in Texas. At the request of Governor Greg Abbott, I have directed the deployment of the SC National Guard troops to Texas to help hold the line on the southern border, said Governor McMaster. The safety and security of South Carolinians require that we stop the drug cartels, criminals, and terrorists from entering our country to peddle their poison. That's a good line. So, the mission remains in the planning phase, and exact details, including number of troops, will be finalized in the coming weeks with the goal of deployment of these troops by July Will they be going July down to 1. do paperwork and restock shelves? Doubt it. If it's under the direction of the governor of Texas, odds are they will actually go down to do something. Okay. So if it's under the advisement and governance and executive powers of, let's just say, the chief executive of the United States, they'll be going down to do clerical work. They'd be going down to do clerical work because the president people's hands. The president currently and his party want this to happen. Whoa. They want yeah. and, and I'm gonna espouse something that probably will get me into a lot of trouble. They want to replace the population with people they feel would be voters for them. Turns okay. out, not the case. Also, their reasoning is, well, who's going to pick our food? And who's going to clean our toilets? Because Oof. they're because some people in decrying racism are actually extremely racist people. Now we move... By the way, I think I think there are great jobs for Americans all over the place, and there are I a lot agree. of Americans who need jobs. I agree. Here, speaking Guys, of great jobs <clears throat> for Americans... I... Uh, my first job. Mine, mine, my first over the table, like legitimately paying job. With taxes taken with ta- out. Of yeah, yeah, like when I was. My first yeah. job was at Chick-fil-A. Yes, mine was as well. Um, I worked there for almost five years. I met my wife there. We worked together at Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is the spot 
for Christian conservatives to go get their chicken. Well, because naturally. we've always felt that Chick-fil-A, while making good food, also espouses Christian views. In fact, as part of my training when I started there in January of 2011 was about being a good steward. We want to make sure we're good stewards of all that God's blessed us with, of our time, of our energy. You know, you need to be like, we're going to train you on how to take out trash because you should be taking out trash to the glory of God the same way you make Mm -hmm. the chicken. Like that was legitimately how I was trained. Yeah. This statement yesterday... From Chick-fil-A's website. I'm reading from Chick-fil-A.com. Committed to being a better... Committed to being um, yeah. better at together. I can't read. Oh. Now, Chick-fil-A's corporate purpose is this, quote, to glorify God by being a faithful steward of all that is entrusted to us, to have a positive influence on all who come in contact with Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. Our founder, Truett Cathy, believed that a great company is a caring company, and since the beginning, care has been at the center of everything we do. We understand that the path toward better at together looks different for every business. At Chick-fil-A Incorporated, our commitment is to approach this work with intention and humility, always believing the best in one another, and striving for common ground. We're early on in our journey, but we're honored by the opportunity to steward our organization's greatest asset, our people, and are energized by the road ahead. Eric McReynolds has been a part of Chick-fil-A for about 16 years. But Eric McReynolds has now been promoted to the vice president of... DEI. What does DEI stand for, Mitch? Diversity, <clears throat> Equity, and Inclusion. He says this, Chick-fil-A restaurants have long been recognized as a place where people know they will be treated well. Modeling care for others starts in the restaurant. We're committed to ensuring mutual respect, understanding, and dignity everywhere we do business. These tenants are good business practice and crucial to fulfilling our corporate purpose. Uh, to achieve this focus of being better together means embedding, li- listen to this, Chick-fil-A's commitment to being better at together means embedding diversity, equity, inclusion in everything we do. And to achieve this focus, to achieve this, we focus on ensuring equal access. We intentionally promote equal opportunity through our processes and practices. We strive to provide personalized development and eliminate barriers to opportunities so all can thrive. Equity. Right? Yeah. Because you're starting here, I'm starting here. Yeah. yeah. Valuing differences. Our similarities and differences strengthen us as we unite around something bigger than ourselves. We seek to understand and honor our unique experiences and perspectives. Creating a culture of belonging. We inspire a community by meeting people where they are. We promote and sustain a culture where all individuals can thrive and contribute their personal best. Now, Mitch, my opinion is that the biblical standard which Chick-fil-A was founded on already ensures equal access, values, differences, and creates a culture of belonging. Right. All this is is the implementation of critical theory. That's that's what this is. Uh, and most people know critical theory is CRT. But if you go way back, you can hit pause right now. Come back. We'd love to have you back on this episode, but you can hit pause right now. Go back to much earlier. I mean, some of the very first episodes of this show that we ever did back when it was called a podcast. Correct. And um, you can learn from Dr. Janosik, Pastor uh, Tony Foster. Um, We hosted several different people to speak about critical theory. And critical theory, yes, most people, especially here in the South, know what is critical race theory, 
critical theory and its tenets is uh, uh, cover a large, wide swath of territory, not just in the racial lane. They also uh, cover territory. That theory covers territory in economics. It covers territory in uh, sexualization and gender theory, and and many others. What's important for us to realize is critical theory, while a theory also has praxis, it has an outworking, and this is it. The implementation of DEI, or diversity, equity, and inclusion officers, it, at the most senior levels of a, uh, um, an organization, a organization and, yeah. and a Christian organization. Now, Chick-fil-A would argue, because I sat their headquarters about a year ago, they're not a Christian organization. They're an organization that honors God that has Christians that do that. That that's that's kind of how they've repostured that. Why have they repostured that, Mitch? Well, because they might come under fire if they said they're a Christian organization. And and I also, you know, I I I, I get it, but I also think that it's important to stand firm on the values that you held dear. So what Chick Fil A has done here is said, well, you know. Because here's the other thing to think through. They're on their third iteration of leadership. So, And I'm trying to remember uh, young Kathy's name now. You had Truett. Truett. Then you had Dan. Dan and, and now, now you have Dan's Andrew Truitt. son, Andrew. Yep. Thank you. Uh, who who may or may not be a product of a South Carolina university. Um, anyways, that's beside the point. Uh, do your research. Uh so what we have here, and, and I'm not going to take apart the third iteration of leadership, but what we're looking now, at now is uh, that, that idea of wealth from a different perspective. Sure. So I get to play with the money now that it's been made, and I can do whatever I want with it. And so as playing with it and doing whatever I want with it, uh, we're starting to see some new stuff. Well, you also, have, you also have situations where when you get to this level – uh, second iteration of leadership, Dan Cathy was on stage with Louis Giglio and, and Lecrae a couple years ago, yeah. maybe maybe a couple years ago, all maybe from all from Atlanta, yeah. where he posited on stage that uh, we should be looking for people to shine their shoes and that specifically one race of people should feel great shame when shining the other one's shoes. It's it it. Listen, I am not against. Di- I want to make sure I under- I want to make sure you understand this completely. I'm not against diversity. Um, in fact, as a Christian, I believe that if you want my opinion, I believe racism is inherently sinful and I believe yeah. judging somebody based on the color of their skin and not the content of their character is completely antithetical to scripture. Of course. And, and I also know that if I'm uncomfortable being around people who don't look like me, talk like me. Eternity is going to be kind of awkward right. because it does say that every nation, people, tribe, and tongue will who who have bowed the knee to Christ will will reign for eternity with Him. Who have one thing in common, at least one thing in common. We are all created and made in the image of God. But what I find here, even from Chick Fil A, if you if you were to scroll back to the top of that page, right down here. Uh, it, it says that we are going to uh, value, right there, literally smack dab in the middle of the page, we are going to value differences, differences. Not similarities. So we are going to celebrate the wedge and not the thing that brings us together. Again, it's, it, 
based on equal opportunity employment, you can't not hire Correct. somebody simply because they have of, pink hair. Right. Listen, just real quick. At the Chick Fil A I worked at, homosexuals worked at that Chick Fil A. Well, I worked at a Chick Fil A with people with blue hair. So it's not. Again, we're not talking about a. I'm not pushing for us to live in theocracy, but I, I think that we also need to understand that if you claim to be a Christian company, I'm sorry, a company that has Christian values, that's ridiculous, then maybe you should espouse those really quickly. Another, I'm telling you, folks, the, the Christian community is getting slapped around a little bit. You have Chick-fil-A coming out and, and embracing diversity, equity, inclusion, which, by the way, is just the tipping point to this. Like when you start a diversity, equity, and inclusion push, and it just so happens to be on May 31st, like, come on. We're not, I was born at night. I wasn't born last night. Then we have this from, I, I will say that there is very much significant heartburn within the Christian community when it comes to the television show, The Chosen, a crowdsourced, okay. crowdfunded television show starring Jonathan Rumi. Uh, playing Jesus, portraying Jesus yes. on the show. Who, yeah, it's a story. It, it's the life of Christ. It is a little extra biblical right. at points. Yeah, they fill in between. They the fill lines. in between the lines yeah. and and make it. Uh, you know, now some people already had heartburn, and I've taken. Well, some people have heartburn on there being a show portraying Jesus. Yes, Second Commandment violations. We start there. There, some people have a heartburn that the the founder, creator, producer is Mormon. That the person portraying Jesus is. Uh, not a Catholic, Protestant, Catholic, and yep. and we're you, not here to I'm discuss not, those differences. Nope. Uh, some people have a problem that this is in between the lines, and if you, you if you go back, I away. think if you go back to the Jesus film, it's nearly a direct quotation every. The step one of they the released way. around nine eleven. Uh, before that, but it, it, the, the same, same same one, the okay. red and black cover. I can see it in my mind because I I yeah. worked, also worked at Family <laughs> Christian Store, which was a Christian organization. Um, those aren't around and anymore. I sold I sold a lot of those DVDs, a lot of them for five dollars. They were value. That's when sale. DVDs were pretty brand. Yeah, new. pretty cool. Um, <laughs> kind of like the blue haired people. Uh, here's looking at you, uh, Al Pacino. Anyways, uh, so yeah. Anyways, uh, what what we see with that is it they're upset because it's not a direct quotation of scripture, let alone King James version, um, which I'm not even going to get into because uh, Jesus. Yeah, anyway, never mind. I'm not going to go there. Yeah. Yeah. So there are a lot of reasons why people have heartburn, but this is kind of like, I don't know if it's the cherry on the top and, or icing on the cake. I don't know. And I've watched the first two seasons and part of the third. And I've kind of been waffling a little bit it's on some of the issues. It's, I, it's produced it's, very well. It's really well. And there are some scenes in there and that the, the, the scene that I will still pull and and think about often is the scene of Jesus meeting the woman at the well. That mm. scene, what it it, I mean it it brought me nearly to tears. The beauty and the compassion in the scene. Now, they released a promo video about season four coming up. Mm-hmm. Season four is on the way. A sizzle reel, Ooh. sort of. Uh, this from the Daily Wire, Ben Zeisloft. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I'll get to what the CEO of Daily Wire had to say about this piece in just a second. The Chosen, a multi-season series based on the life of Jesus Christ, has garnered national recognition in recent years, even as filmmaker Dallas Jenkins defends the decision to involve non-Christians as well as members of movements like Mormons, because Dallas Jenkins is a Mormon. 
A recent promotional video about season four of The Chosen included a brief shot in which a small pride flag can be seen on the set of the show as videographers capture a scene. Whoa! Wait, what? A show about the life of Christ has a pride flag on the set? And this is not feigned... This is not sarcasm here. The picture I saw... It's like sticking on the on thing. the camera or the jib, like the 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 rig that moves the camera. I think I think the picture I saw, of course, Daily Wire won't have it. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe they will, but uh, yeah. It's, there was also this this color color me surprised. It's not from a cast member. It is from a videographer. It right. is from a, a cameraman, crew, a crewman back behind camera. Who also has a pride flag patch on his backpack that he wears okay. while filming the show. Okay. So, uh, Turning Point USA contributor John Root then asked them online I on Twitter, okay, can you explain the presence of this? And the official chosen social media account said this, that the initiative uses the work of those who have varying beliefs about Jesus, but instead that the project would still be able to accurately honor his life and ministry, saying that while everyone has different views, we can still honor, quote, just like with our hundreds of cast and crew who have different beliefs or no belief at all than we do, we will work with anyone on our show who helps us portray and or honor the authentic Jesus. We ask that audiences let the show speak for itself and focus on the message, not the messenger, because we'll always let you down. What does that mean, Justin, the authentic Jesus? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Um, he get. He get. He gets. Us? He gets us. Oh, okay. The the problem with it. The problem with this is don't focus on the messenger. Focus on the message. The messenger will always let you down, and that's true. And whenever we post something about Pride Month or about homosexuality being a sin, immediately we get people on Twitter. Here's looking at you guys right now who are about to comment on this video, uh, sending, replying with links of stories of, of, of youth pastors or pastors who have committed some sort of atrocity. Mm-hmm. That's also bad. Yeah. That's also sin, and that's also something that I will speak against. Now, the problem I have with this is if you're trying to honor the authentic Jesus, here's a clue, read the book, Secondly, yeah. Secondly, how can you uh, how can you produce a show that honors the authentic Jesus when you have something on the set that literally speaks against the doctrine of Christ? Yeah. The doctrine of Christendom, the doctrine of Christianity, which has been laid out across millennia since Genesis because, spoiler alert, he was there then. So, you have a, you, you have a show that is trying, uh, I would think, is trying to draw people to Christ. Woo them to the bridegroom, if you will. Right. Well, and, you've, and, you've gotten, and you've gotten a little hinky on some of those things, too. Maybe I can illustrate it this way. And, and maybe color me like way off here, if this is the case. I invite uh, a friend... A, a perspective convert, because I think that's kind of what they're hinting at here. Sure. We're allowing these people to come into our home because we can make a difference on them. And Chick-fil-A, by the way, Doing the same used thing. to have the same idea. Yeah. And I think maybe they're hinting at the same thing, but it, we're, it, let's just be straight up. I'm going to get to the illustration, you. but i got to get this out. 
He gets us, authentic Jesus. We're humanizing Jesus. He was, yes, 100% human, but he was 100% God. And we cannot have Jesus, the real, biblical, authentic Jesus, without him being 100% God. And there's a hypostatic, literally beats against itself, uh, hypostatic union there. But he is 100% God. Okay. So the illustration, if I could illustrate it anyway, would be uh, my wife and I invite a tag artist to our house. What does that mean? A guy that comes and does graffiti. Now, we like um, plain color walls. We have a blue wall in our house. I, I, in one of our boys' bedrooms, we have a green wall. Uh, we have a few tan walls, that sort of thing. But we don't do graffiti in our house. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the graffiti artist comes, and we're gonna eat um, cheeseburgers. So we're on the we're we're out in the back patio drinking a uh, Coke Zero, grilling cheeseburgers, and all of a sudden the tag artist pulls out a can of spray paint. Now I've got a choice to make. You see, at my house, my rules apply, and inside my house we like. Shouldn't look at this one. We look. We like plain color. Plain color walls. Plain color walls. Blue, white, tan, green. You pick. But we like plain color walls. Those are our house rules. He can either start spray painting and me say, "Oh, you know, maybe I wave a rainbow flag of surrender." See what I did there, or I say, "Dude, I I know that's what you do, but." This is my house. These are my rules. I've got a choice to make. Do I have a uh, spine? Or do I cave and yield, give up? I mean, literally, I'm surrendering my house. Now, I know someone's going to say, that illustration breaks down. Yeah, I know, because I made it up on the spot. Get over it. But I think that illustrates the point in a way that a lot of people really aren't thinking. Your house is your house. You get to define what the rules are inside of it. If if Dallas Jenkins, name right. His well, dad wrote Left Behind. Really? Jerry B. Jenkins. Jerry B. Jenkins. I see. I, I'm pretty sure that's his dad. Uh, you're going to have to make me look that up in just a second. I'll look it up while you're talking. All right, cool. So he gets to decide. Now, I don't have to go to his house. Yeah, his son's Dallas. Yep. Cool. I, I don't have to go to his house. So l- let me translate. If you are not okay with a producer, an actor, a line director, a camera operator, a guy that goes and gets the coffee for the actors on a particular show, having a pride flag on the set, especially in this case as it illustrates the life and teachings of Jesus, Mm-hmm. Then I'm not encouraging a boycott, but if that's your issue, don't don't watch it. I've I, Justin, I think I've watched uh, a s- episode and a half of the show. It's it's really well it, produced. It's that's very well produced, and and let me tell you, and I know people are gonna poo poo on my parade. What I what I particularly enjoyed in the first episode and a half was how they took historical context and really interwove it. Like who the disciples really were, like because Peter, James, and John just sailing in a sailboat, in a fishing boat, whatever. Oh, big deal. Had but actual they are problems. Really, really a big deal. And 
and also in the first season and in the season two, they took Old Testament and weaved it into the new, which I thought was some very people, important. Some because people say we should unhitch from. <clears throat> that's the most, and that's and honestly, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Right. So all I'm saying is, is that as we navigate this new world that we live in, where Christians are under assault, like in the month of June, you'll be punched in the face. Oh yeah, daily day. on your phone, by your apps. Yeah. By the podcast you listen to. Not this one. Don't 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 listen to those. Listen to us. Uh mm. we we believe in the Noahic Covenant. Um the point is Should we change our app like maybe in November? Tell us, should we change our app uh background in November, like the opposite of June to a rainbow flag just to celebrate God's we can do know, it now. That, yeah, I think there will be some conflation there. That might be. Confusion. The point the point I have, the point I have on this, and we'll, we'll have, we have to move, we have to move on. Yeah, is I don't know. I think they like listening. To when this. you, when you, when you deal with, <coughs> with this, the pervasiveness, it's like, it's like an untreated weed. Hmm. It just continues to spread like a and weed? suck the life out of everything around it. And eventually, you look up and you go, "My gosh, where did my culture go? Where did my?" family go where did my church go where what's going on and at some point christians need to stop burying their head in the sand and refusing to talk about these things and actually stand up for truth actually stand up for what the bible says about these things And i'm gonna let you know a little secret jeremy boring the ceo of daily wire tweeted that article that his company produced and he said that it was an awful piece and he's sorry that they ran it oh wow and here's my point to him i don't care I would be just as frustrated if there was something on the chosen set that was promoting adultery, pornography, or idolatry. Yeah. It's all the same. And yes, we are all sinners in the need daily of God's grace. That yeah. is absolutely true. There is no sinless theology here. But we here. don't celebrate those things. Don't celebrate the sin. The sin should the sin should break your heart. The sin should literally cause you to fall on your face and pray to a holy and just God. That he would forgive you. Good news, he does. And he has grace. And he has grace. That I mean, he his forgiveness stretches as far as the east is from the west, which is very, which is actually a very interesting geographical point because you will always, if you start traveling east out of here, and you fly east from South Carolina, you will cross the Atlantic Ocean. You will then go over northern Africa or southern Europe, and you will continue traveling east. You will never not travel east. You will always travel east. Same with west. Eventually, if you travel north on the globe, guess what happens? You go south. North ends and south begins. East never ends and west never ends. You can't tell we, we've done pastoral illustrations before. Minor thing. The point is, stand for truth, please. And and, and, and a good segue. We're not gonna be yes. able to get we're not gonna be able to get to my uh, euthanasia TikTok. Oh man. Which is unfortunate. Mitch Mitch sheds a tear. Last week we talked about the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence being Ugh. reinvited to the Dodgers Pride Night on June sixteenth. By the way, just as a note, the Columbia Fireflies are having their Pride Night on June the 8th. The Atlanta Braves are having their Pride Night on June 15th. I'm glad I'm going on June 17th. This is from Dodgers pitcher Blake Trinan. Blake Trinan used to pitch for the Nationals. I do remember that because I would see him about 19 times a year. This is a letter from Blake Trinan. I am disappointed to see the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence being honored as heroes at Dodger Stadium. 
Many of their performances are blasphemous, and their work only displays hate and mockery of Catholics and the Christian faith. I understand that playing baseball is a privilege and not a right. My convictions in Jesus Christ will always come first, and since I have been with the Dodgers, they have been at the forefront of supporting a wide variety of groups. However, inviting the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence to perform disenfranchises a large community and promotes hate of Christians and people of faith. This single event alienates the fans and supporters of the Dodgers, Major League Baseball, and professional sports. People like baseball for its entertainment value and competition. The fans do not want propaganda or politics forced on them. The debacle with Bud Light and Target should be a warning to companies and professional sports to stay true to their brand and leave the propaganda and politics off the field. I believe Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sins. I believe the word of God is true. And in Galatians 6-7 it says, quote, Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. This group openly mocks Jesus Christ, the cornerstone of my faith, and I want to make it clear that I do not agree with nor support the decision of the Dodgers to honor the sisters of perpetual indulgence. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I hate the Dodgers. I despise the Dodgers. Like, seriously, in the pantheon of sports teams I actively root against, the Dodgers are third. Third. Are the Yankees above the Dodgers? No. What? Another New York team is above the Dodgers. Oh, okay. I get it. And then there's a team in the upstate that's above them all. Hey, hey. This letter is outstanding. Yeah. Thank you, Blake Trinan. Furthermore, Clayton Kershaw. Yes. Came out. A Cy Young World Series winner. They kind of need him. Clayton Kershaw told the LA Times that the team's decision to honor the group after it rescinded its original invitation prompted him to approach the Dodgers about expediting the announcement that the team was bringing back Christian Faith and Family Day later this season. I think we were always going to do Christian Faith Day this year, but I think the timing of our announcement was sped up. Picking a date and doing those different things was part of it as well. Yes, it was in response to the highlighting of the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Kershaw announced that via Twitter last Friday that the Christian Faith and Family Day will be held July 30th when the Dodgers face the Cincinnati Reds. And the last time the Dodgers hosted this was in 2019. Kershaw, he's been with the organization since 06. He made his big league debut in 2008. Said his issues were with the Sisters and not the LGBTQ plus community. He also added that he will not boycott Pride Night when the Dodgers host the Giants of San Francisco. (laughs) Ironic. Oh, the irony. This has nothing to do with the LGBTQ community or Pride or anything like that, said Kershaw, who held a players-only meeting in the clubhouse before this past Monday's game. Mm. This is is simply a group that was making fun of a religion that I don't agree with. I don't agree with them. Making fun of. The Sisters, a group of mainly men who dress as nuns, is a charity, protest, and performance group that was founded in 1979 in San Francisco. The group has denied it was anti-Catholic. Oh, barf. And they use humor humor and irreverent wit to expose the forces of bigotry, complacency, and guilt that chain the human spirit. They believe Jesus exposes bigotry and change the human spirit. It's Satan incarnate. Satan, since the beginning of time, has said, God tells you to do this, but you should be able to do whatever you want to do because God is a mean person. Listen, I'm just going to read. I just Googled, yes, I said the G word on our show. Uh, I just Googled Blake Trinan and Click News. Listen to a few of these uh, headlines, and I'll tell you who they're from. Fox News, Blake Trinan blasts organization la times dodgers blake trying and slams team D- outkick blake trying backs i like that one well outkick is a conservative uh, daily mail 
Dodgers Clayton Kershaw and Blake Trinan blast team. Daily Signal. Trinan speaks out. You, you notice a, a theme? Blast. 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 blast pounce. Slams. Yep. Uh, let me see if I find uh, make stand. Ooh, Dakota News Now. Thank you, Dakota News Now. Is that Thank North you for, or South Dakota News? Uh, good, good luck. <laughs> um, uh, Alatia? Faith, uh, he stands up for Faith amid Pride Night snafu. Oh, it's a snafu. Uh, yeah, uh, CBS News. They, he disagrees with. Uh, okay, that that's fair. Um, powerful rebuke. I like that. CatholicVote.org. So notice the slant, even in the way they headline, the way they phrase their headline. And you know, we come up with some fun email uh, subject lines and sure. headlines, even for this show. Sure, but. My goodness, if you can't... Show me your bias without saying you're biased. Well, aside from Trevor Williams, Blake Trinan, Clayton Kershaw, again, more reason to not like the Dodgers. More reason to not like the Toronto Blue Jays either. Uh Toronto Blue Jays pitcher Anthony Bass shared a post on his Instagram stories on Monday urging others to spurn the American companies over support they showed for the LGBTQ community, those American companies being Bud Light and Target. The right-handed reliever made a brief statement on the field the next day, quote, I recognize yesterday I made a post that was hurtful to the pride community, which includes friends of mine and close family members of mine, and I am truly sorry for that. As of right now, I am using the Blue Jays' resources to better educate myself to make better decisions moving forward. The ballpark is for everybody. We include all fans at the ballpark. We want to welcome everybody. That's all I have to say. In quote, I have to better educate myself. I have to better educate myself. Using the Blue Jays' resources. I'm using the Blue Jays' resources. In other words, sit in front of this computer screen and watch these videos now. I'm so rainbow flag after rainbow flag. I'm so tired, and and I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I should have been done last October. Truthfully. He's booed by... he's A chorus of boos from the fans of the... That's a, well, God forbid... Yes, God forbid I disagree with blatant anti-Christian action but, being promoted but, at my place of work. This is Toronto. I think that's <laughs> worth noting. I Toronto, don't care. Toronto is where, like... I mean, Toronto's well, 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 cesspool of Canada. Well, Justin Castro is doing a great job up there. But the point you, is... You be nice. That's right. He is not Fidel's son. The point is, if you don't want... Why is it incumbent on you to have to better educate yourself and apologize to people when you voice an opinion? Well, again, it is Canada, so it's they don't really freedom, have first speech amendments. Right, it's but, freedom of speech until it's not. It's freedom of speech for me. Rules for thee, not... For me, by the way, Target is pulling the satanic stuff off the shelves. <laughs> and um, the creator's relieved, like, whoo! Thank goodness I can get out of the way here. Yeah. As we move into the month of June, I just think it's important to understand, as we talked about Chick-fil-A and The Chosen and some of these baseball players, I, I, listen, you're going to have to make those decisions for yourself sure. on what you do. I'm not calling for you to not watch The Chosen. I'm not calling for you to not eat at Chick-fil-A. I'm not, I'm not telling you what you should do. I would say that as Christ followers and those who bow the knee to the lordship of Christ, meaning that we lay aside our rights and our interests and our will for his, and his will for us is that we be conformed into the image of his son, 
right? The, the will of God is that we be conformed to the image of his son. If that's the case, and if that's true, and if we believe the Bible is true, then we believe that's true. I don't think we can get on board with any of this. And I know what you're thinking. Well, we need to be loving, and we need to be accepting, and, and we need to make sure people know that we care about them, and that and that we we support. Well, well, well yes, we care about people because they are made in the image of God. Yes, we do want to see people understand that there is a God who created them, that there is a God who loves them, that there that there is more to this life than diving headfirst into your own weird sexual proclivities. But we have to divorce that from simply understanding God's design for human sexuality and marriage. Mm -hmm. And if we don't do that, the church will cease to be a powerful entity. The church at large won't because there will always be a remnant. But in the words of Joshua (laughs) that were quoted by by Blake Mm -hmm. Trinan, as for me and my house... We will serve the Lord. You can't serve God and mammon. It doesn't work. You, uh, a kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. You can't serve God over here and then promote and support the things he hates over here. God doesn't hate gay people. No. God doesn't hate transgender people. God loves them. God hates the sinful nature within them that caused them not to be able to have right relationship and fellowship with him. It's June 1st. We have 29 more days of this junk. And I promise you it's not going away. It's only going to get worse. The movement now, Mitch, is not, well, we just have pride in who we are. The movement now has even moved from we have pride in who we are and we're going to put it out in storefronts and we're going to market it to your children and they're going to accept it too and we're going to up in the next generation because we're indoctrinating from the beginning. Now, now it has moved and the veil's been torn off and it's been torn off very, very slowly to where you don't even realize it. Sure. The veil now is we have pride in who we are. We're going to expose your children to it. We're going to indoctrinate them into this way so they never think twice about it and... And we hate you, and we hate your God. Yeah. Well, that's what that's our encouragement for you. That's is the problem. To stand, uh, the world. You are not called to be loved by the world. You are called to be obedient and faithful to the calling that God has placed on your life. And what I would encourage you to do is to be winsome. Yes, to to marry truth and grace together, but don't divorce truth from grace speak the truth in love but speak the truth because if you're worried about a person or a group of people or the world hating you first of all your passions are in the wrong place but second of all they hate you anyways because if you are a christ follower the bible he he, jesus clearly says that people will not like you because of you Maybe not because of the message, the stand, the good news of the gospel that you espouse, proclaim, and believe in. So stand firmly, resolutely, with a backbone of steel and a heart filled with compassion for the world around you because that, my friends, 
is how we, as Christ followers, make a difference. Uh, God opposes the proud. Yeah. But gives grace to the humble. Sure. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and the pride of life is not from the Father, but of the world. That's, that's again, as Mitch just said, that's our encouragement to you. Be willing to stand. Be willing to take a stand. And do whatever, do what you need to do to protect your family from an insatiable ideology that will wreck everything. Yep. Got more to get to on another edition of the show. That's all we have time for today. We'll, next time, we'll get to the whole um, pushing granny off a cliff. Yeah, because I think euthanasia is the next big, not youth in Asia, but euthanasia uh, is the next big push that we'll see that actually I think is a major threat to the pro-life movement that no one's really paying attention to. Absolutely. Uh, and we'll get to that next time. But for now, if you want more information on Palmetto Family, be sure to go to palmettofamily.org. Sign up for our newsletter there. You can also click that donate tab and invest Ooh. in the work that we're doing. Keep this train moving down the tracks and continue to help us. Help make you. South Carolina a better place to live, work, and raise a family. Help me help, help, me you. help you. Help you me. Make sure to follow us on all of our social media pages. If you're listening to this on the podcast version, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, make sure to give us that five-star rating and review. That way we continue to bump up in those uh, search results. Make sure to share this on Facebook, on YouTube, with your friends and family. Let them know what's going on. I think that's everything. Until next time, on the fastest growing and strongest conservative talk show in South Carolina, Mitch Prosser, Justin Hall saying have a great day from the Pomona Family Matters Show. Mm-hmm.